Welcome to Girlfriend's Guide to Network Marketing with your host and girlfriend, Shana Recker. Welcome, guys. Today we are talking about follow-up, something that is so important in our business. We need to be following up with our prospects, our clients, our team members. Um, So today we're talking about follow-up, and this training comes from one of the Facebook Live trainings I did on my Girlfriend's Guide to Network Marketing business page. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Uh, It's on Facebook. Give me a like while you're there. I do live trainings at least a couple times a week, if not more, answering your questions. So I hope that you find some value in today's training. And if you do, please share this with your team. So here we go. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. It's Shana here from Girlfriend's Guide to Network Marketing. I, my dog's barking as soon as I start, of course. I, um, I wanted to come on this morning and I'm going to answer some of the questions that were posted in my, uh, my post from yesterday. Uh, I want to hear from you guys what is it that you want to know about and to see how I can help you in those areas. So I'm just going to start at the top of the list. The first uh, question that was asked was about following up with your regular clients. So I have a few tips about following up, things that have worked well for me in the past, and um, just some other tips and things that I've learned throughout my journey so far. So um, first of all, following up is one of the most important things we can do in our business. The fortune is in the follow-up. You've probably heard that before. Um, our regular clients, it's, it's really important that when we have a client that, that buys from us, that we take really good care of them because they could be a customer for life. Um, in this business, we have, you know, we can have clients who reorder from us month after month after month. Um, and as long as we take good care of them, they will stay with us. So, um, first and foremost, making sure that you have some sort of follow-up system in place. Um, a lot of us, uh, in this business, especially now that the, you know, tech stuff is becoming more and more savvy, a lot of us have follow-up systems in place in our back offices with our, our companies, which is awesome. Um, you can definitely use that. Um, I, I'm a paper girl. I like to have cue cards with my clients' information on them, the products that they purchase from me, their contact information, anything that's relevant to them, um, I like to have on a cue card so that I can, one, take these with me if I'm going to be doing follow-up on the road or if I'm going to be doing it at somewhere outside of my office. And I know that this stuff is also in my back office, but I am a paper girl. I do like to write notes as I talk um, and be able to, to know when I've contacted them. And I just like to have that physical sheet. So if that that's you, you know, you can use a, a cue card kind of system if you're an online person and you like to have, you know, make notes in your computer, whatever it may be, but have some sort of system in place that has all of your clients' information easily accessible to you. Um, so number two, and, and here's another thing with that, asking your clients, how do they prefer to be contacted? These days, I know it's hard to get anybody on the phone. Um, so some people may prefer to be contacted by a text Um, Some people might prefer the phone call. Some people might prefer email or Facebook messenger. So be sure to ask your clients that and take note of that somewhere in their files that they prefer to be contacted, you know, in that way so that when you are doing your follow-up, you're, you're being respectful of that. Um, because a lot of times people don't answer their phones these days and they prefer to have a text message. It's easier for them or a Facebook message. Um, so here's a little system that I use in, in my business. Um, in, in a perfect world, I, you know, I like to make sure it always works out this way, but it's not always the case, but I try to follow this as quick or as, as, as much as possible. 
Um, when I have a new client, we follow a 222 system. So two days after that client purchases from me for the first time, um, I do a thank you contact. So that could be a phone call if they answer the phone. It's just a call just to say thank you. I really appreciate you, you know, becoming one of my clients. I look forward to working with you um, and, and taking good care of you. So that's the first call after two days after they purchase um, and just making sure that everything came all right uh, to their door. The next is two weeks. Two weeks is just to make sure that they're happy with everything that they've that they've been using. If it's a product-based company, making sure that they're happy with their product. Uh, if it's a service-based company, making sure that they're getting good service, that it's working for them. So two days to thank you, two weeks is just make sure everything's okay. And two months is to follow up to make sure if they are running low on anything, if it's a product-based company, are you running low on anything? What can I help you with? Um, what can I re help you restock? Um, or to say, hey, you know what, you've been using this for two months now and you're really liking it. You know, would you like to try this new um, item? So two days is thank you, two weeks is to make sure everything's okay, and two months is to see if they're running low on anything that they've purchased from you or to try something new. Um, so two days, two weeks, two months is the system. So if you're following that, and you can use an online calendar system for that. Once you have a new client in, put automatic calendar updates that you remind you to follow up with those people on that schedule. Um, it's an easy way to remember who you need to follow up with and why. Um, and then, and then you'll know. And and here's the thing, like. Our clients, we're, our business, our product, us, we're not always top of mind for our clients. They're busy. They have lives. They have things going on. So they need these reminders to be going, oh, you know what? My you know, cleanser in the shower is actually quite low. I'm so glad you contacted me because I did need a new one and I've been meaning to call you. I've heard that hundreds of times in my business. I've been meaning to, meaning to get in touch with you. Thank you for, you know, for reaching out because I do need to order X, Y, and Z. Um, so that's something that we have to remember is that our clients are busy and they need these reminders uh, to reorder um, or resubscribe or whatever it is that you have to offer that they're purchasing from you. Um, so I'm going to talk quick on voicemail. If you are somebody who likes to do that initial call first, which you know I know these days we're kind of moving away from the, the calls so much because people aren't answering their phone, we end up leaving a lot of voicemails, which I think is still great. I think we should still try and reach out over the phone, even if you are leaving lots of voicemails. Um, I think it's still nice for your clients to hear your voice every once in a while. Um, if I leave a voicemail, uh, especially if it's just the first initial thank you, I will leave that in a voicemail. I will leave a voicemail that says, thank you, Sarah. You know, I appreciate um, connecting with me. Uh, you should have your product or your product should be there soon. But just, you know, just thank you so much. I appreciate your business. I look forward to working with you. I would leave that in a voicemail, no problem. If I'm calling at the two-week mark to check in to see how their products are, how they're doing with their products, I wouldn't leave all of that in a voicemail. I would want to connect with them personally. So I would leave them a message that's much shorter, that leaves them a reason to call you back. So it would be something like, you know, hey, Sarah, uh, Shani here from Arbonne. I just need to connect with you quickly about your product, or I need to connect with you quickly about your, um, your account, or something that's going to get them to call you back. If I got a message like that, I would want to call back because I want to know what's going on. Like, did I miss something or did I, do I need to do something? So you want to leave a short message that's going to leave them in a place where they feel like they need to call you back because it's important. Um, so I wouldn't uh, make it seem like, you know, something's wrong, but I would leave it so I just need to touch base with you quickly about your account. I need to touch base with you quickly about your product. I need to touch base with you quickly um, just about our meeting last week. Something like that that's going to get them to call you back. Um, so again, so just something quick, a quick question about your account is another good one you could say um, that is going to get them to want to call you back because you're intriguing them to, 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 to want to know what it is that you have to say. Um, 
So with voicemail, that's pretty much what I would do. I would not leave a whole bunch of stuff on somebody's voicemail. They're not going to listen to it until the end. They're probably just going to hit end and delete. So just leave something short and sweet um, in voicemail and, and something that's going to help get them to call you back. Um, something that I do also is if I do leave a voicemail, I will follow up that voicemail with a text message or an email saying, you know, hey, Sarah, I just left you a voicemail. Hope you're having a great week. Can we connect you know, as soon as you have a second or let me know when you have a second to connect. I have some questions for you. So that way you're following that voicemail up with another contact just to make sure they get it. Cause sometimes people have voicemails sitting on their phone for a long time before they actually listen to them. So that's another way to reach out just to remind them that you left them that voicemail. Um, and if you are connecting with your clients, if they prefer text messaging, um, again, you know, we have to remember that our people, our, our clients are busy, so we don't want to leave them a giant, you know, journal message of, of, of stuff. So you want to be to the point to be quick. They're going to appreciate that about your follow up. Um, so again, if you're following up just to check in to see how they're doing with their products, you know, be brief, just, you know, Hey, Sarah, hope you're having a great weekend. I wanted to touch base about your products. It's been two weeks now since you've been using them. Um, you know, let me know how it's going for you and just leave it at that. They're going to appreciate it being short and sweet and they're most likely going to get back to you because it's not going to be a, a big long thing that they have to read. Um, and when they get back to you, um, you know, if they're saying, yeah, everything's great. I love it. You know, say awesome. That's, that's great. I'm, I'm happy you're, you're enjoying your product. You know, I have something else I think you might like, would you mind if I popped a couple samples in the mail for you to, of this to try? I think you're really going to enjoy it. And so even if they don't need to order something, you can still go in and ask them to try a sample. Or maybe you're going to say, oh, that's awesome, Sarah. I'm glad you're enjoying your product. Hey, do you happen to know anybody else that might enjoy it too? I'd love to pop some samples in the mail for one or two of your friends. You know, do you have somebody you can connect me with? So asking for a referral at that point, because they're most likely at the two week mark, not going to need to reorder anything, but they're definitely, you know, maybe open, especially if they're loving everything open to giving you a referral or trying something else that they haven't tried yet. Um, if you're connecting with them by a text for the two month mark where they're getting low on their product, you know, Hey Sarah, hope you're having a great summer so far. It's been two months since you've ordered since your last order, you're probably getting low on some things. Is there anything I can help you, you know, with at this time? Is there anything you need to restock at this time? Looking forward to hearing from you, you know, Shana. And, and giving that out there. I always like to add that looking forward to hearing from you because then they know that I'm waiting for a response. Okay. So, you know, that's just a little tip to put in there because then they go, Oh, she's, you know, it's, it's something that makes you want to respond back that I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Um, and if they respond back and, and they say, you know what, I'm good. I still have lots of stuff going on. Again, you can go back and say, awesome. That's great. Um, you know, you could ask them to try another sample of something else, or you could ask them for a referral at that point. If you hadn't already done that at the two week mark. Um, and if they don't respond at all, I would leave it. I, after I do it, my initial text message, I don't respond anything back at least for 24 hours. I give them a good 24 hours to respond because I know how I am sometimes with responding to text messages. So we want to give that same grace period to our clients. We don't want to be annoying by texting them every, you know, four or five hours going, you haven't responded yet. Um, so what I would do about in the 24 hour mark, as I would say, you know, Hey, sir, I just want to make sure that you saw my message above. Hope you're well you know, looking forward to hearing from you and just making sure that you've, you, you, you're checking in to see that they saw it. And usually they will respond at that point. Um, 
If they respond, you know, um, no, they don't need anything. That's where I said you could ask for the referral or ask them to try something else. If they don't respond to you at all, that's fine. You know, check in again in another two weeks. You know, give them some time. They're obviously not ready or they, they're, maybe they're on vacation or something. So just being mindful that, that people are busy. Um, the biggest tips is just be authentic, you know, be yourself, especially when you do get them on the phone. I, I think sometimes when you get your clients on the phone, it's just nice to have an open conversation with them. How is your summer? You know, how, you know, how are you enjoying everything? You know, just having that little bit of chit chat, create that rapport, create that relationship. Um, if it, if you can't get them on the phone, then you kind of have to do that through text messaging, um, which you can still do, but, um, it's just not quite as nice as when you get them on the phone. So always try the phone first. Um, if you can, if that's one of the reach out methods that they don't mind. Um, but then, you know, going to text messaging and Facebook messaging, if that doesn't work out, here's another thing you guys though, on Facebook messenger, you can use the voice app. And you can give them, there's a little microphone, if you click on that, you can actually leave them a voice recording um, on Facebook Messenger. And that's a really nice way to reach out as well because again, they get to hear your voice and, um, and, it, and I think it brings so much, it's an extra level of connecting with your clients if you are friends with them on Facebook to reach out with them through Messenger using the voice recording. That's another tip. Um, something else I also do, and this is another tip, is I have a private Facebook group for my clients. Um, so I ask them if they would like to be added, and if they say yes, I have I say to them, I need to be your friend on Facebook before I can add you, which is also another great way to connect and build relationships, because a lot of times our clients will become our business partners as well. So I create a private Facebook group for my clients, and in that private Facebook group, I do all kinds of things. It's not just follow-up stuff. I give them information about um, healthy living. If you're in a healthy living company, you know, information about, you know, eating properly, how to take care of your skin if you're with skincare, just anything in general health and wellness. So I'm making sure that they're getting value out of being in that group. Um, so this morning, you know, I posted about adding baking soda to your coffee to make it alkaline because it's more healthy. You could add anything that has to do with your, with your product or service you know, making value for them to be in there. But here's the thing. You can also post in those groups about, you know, I have orders going in. Does anybody need anything at this time? It could be more of a group message. Um, so people can, people can, um, you know, you can create a relationship with your clients within a private group, you know, using graphics to um, have it, you know, create attention. Cause when you post in that group, that private group, it shows up in their newsfeed because they are part of that private group. It only shows up for people in that group. So that's a place where you can also connect with your clients. I always do a welcome message. Anytime somebody new comes into my private group, I welcome them to the group. You know, I'm so excited to have Sarah into this group. She's a new client. She's loving her product, XYZ. Um, you know, you know, welcome her. You can ask your clients to give testimonials in that group as well. Um, so it really creates a community around your business, your product, your service, and you. Um, do live videos like this in your in your private group to connect with your clients, to share something about a product or service that's new in your company or something that you've you know just recently tried that you've fallen in love with. It's a really great place to just build that know, like, and trust with your clients. Um, so I think that's kind of, you know, for follow-up, that's it. I think you just need to be, you need to be short and sweet with them when you're leaving messages. Don't leave, you know, giant long things. Um, people are busy, so they do appreciate the follow-up. So put it in your schedule to follow up with your clients. 
Um, you know, if you have any offers or promotions going on with your, with, with your business at that time, making sure that you're asking them, did they see the promotion, um, when you're doing your follow-up as well? So if you have anything like that, that's going on, I just wanted to make sure that you saw the promotion that was on this week. I didn't want you to miss out. You know, you're thinking of them, putting them first. It's all about them when you're talking follow-up. Um, and how can I help you with anything at this time? Um, and if you're not getting responses, that's okay. You know what? I have a client who doesn't really respond to anything that I put out there initially, but the every, I think it's like either two or three times a year, there'll be that one that I put out that she responds to and gives me a giant order of everything she needs for the next four or five months. But all the other things in between, she doesn't necessarily respond to. So when they're ready, they will respond. I promise you that. Um, and you know what, if you're not getting any response from a client over like a long period of time, I think there's no harm in saying, you know, Hey Sally, it's Shane. I haven't heard from you in the last three or four months or six months or eight months, however long it's been. I just wanted to check in to see if you're still using XYZ product. I know how much you enjoyed it in the beginning. Are you still using it? Is there anything I can help you with at this time? Um, and that's a great way to connect with old clients too, maybe that haven't ordered from you in a year or two years. I just wanted to see what products are you using? You know, are you still open to, you know, using our product? Is there some samples or something I can send you um, to help connect with clients from the past that seem to sort of disappear <laughs> over the time? We all have them. So um, anyways, I hope that today's video helps you some way. Um, give me a thumbs up if you're liking this message today. If you think there's value in this and you want to share it with your with your friends, your clients, or not your clients, but your team members, um, please feel free to share this. Uh, check out any of the resources I have in this page. Invite them to this page if you find this helpful. And if you have any questions that you want answered on an upcoming video, please absolutely um, you know, comment in my page or private message me. Um, you can check out my website at www.gg2nwm.com. Um, there's information on there. You can sign up for my um, emails and um, get my monthly goal setting sheet. I have a great monthly goal setting sheet that helps you plan out your goals every single month. Um, so I look forward to seeing you on the next live. Thank you everybody for joining me and I hope you have a fantastic Monday. We'll talk to you soon guys. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for checking us out on Girlfriend's Guide to Network Marketing Podcast. This is your host, Shana Recker, keeping it real, keeping it relevant, so you keep going. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash gg2nwm. And you can also check me out on my website at www.gg2nwm.com where you can sign up for my free monthly goal-setting worksheet that you can use to help plan your goals for your network marketing business every single month. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. <music>